Welcome to episode number two of the Scheming Mind Palace podcast. I'm your host, Luca Ravelli. Now, on the last episode, I asked you specifically, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Now, I told you a lot of examples of what I believe people are not but I didn't really give great examples of what they are. And I believe the best way for me to really get into that groove of having you understand what I'm talking about is by listing what I believe I am. Because in the end, who am I? Like, why should you even be bothering to listen to me? Like, I could just be someone that no one has any reason to listen to, but you're never going to find out until you're able to make that judgment yourself and give it a listen. So let's get started. If I were to say who I am, it wouldn't be any one specific word throughout my life. Throughout my life, I've always been changing, growing, evolving, adapting to new environments. That's probably the aspect of my life that is most obvious. As someone that basically had to live back and forth between New York City and Tuscany pretty much about three to four times every single year, flying back and forth, engulfing myself into complete parallel or polar opposite ends of the earth in terms of atmosphere, social life, everything. It led to me recognizing that what I have and what I enjoy, what I love, is always fleeting. It can always be taken away or just momentarily put on pause and you have to deal with that day-to-day, what happens when you don't have that thing. And that's why it is sometimes good to fast on things that you know you feel like you really enjoy but perhaps enjoy a little bit too much but that is a topic for another podcast now back to me besides the growing because that is you know in the end everyone grows every cell in your body at least 95% of the cells in your body by the end of the year will be completely new cells, just multiplying, copying, and then dying. Or I would say the other way around, more like copying, multiplying, dying, but you get the gist. The gist. So because of that, I would say that right now, I mean, it might be obvious by the name of the podcast, but if I had to pick one word to describe myself, it would be scheming. <laughs> I'm someone that's always cooking up plans. You know, I feel like it's always important to know where you're going, know where you've been every step of the way. Don't just, you know, freeform it entirely. Like, obviously, don't over structure yourself to the point where you're likely to. Oh. <laughs> you're likely to be incredibly disappointed because your original 
vision for your life didn't turn out exactly how you wanted it. But still have a roadmap, because it's important. <coughs> Which is also the reason why learning your own history, your own background, what it is that you feel like is who you are, is rooted immensely in your past. Whether it's the past of you, the individual, or the past of your entire culture. All are possible. And all are, are elements on the mass, or should I say individual paint drops on a massive canvas. No one thing can entirely encapsulate your being but that's the beauty of life, is that everyone has their own special painting that gets built up through life experience and is truly deserving of being brought out into this world. And so I suppose the answer to who I am is not so easily answered just through words, but through what I create, who like, who am I building myself, my brand, everything towards? Like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just going with what feels natural, what feels fun, what feels inspiring to myself. And I wish to open myself up into the greater world to my friends and family to see their little <laughs> their little gasps of creativity just put a splash of my own to kind of homogenize and tie them all together and then display them in a I suppose a healing atmosphere that's the end goal of this all is for it to be is for each individual piece to, you know, be a relatively nice, invocative piece that gets painted and accessorized, like the headphones or this microphone that I'm talking into right now. And now that I'm realizing, if I literally just stick my mouth right up to it, I hear the highest quality voice. Maybe I should just do that right now. But everything that gets bedazzled or whatever isn't necessarily, in my opinion, that great, even though maybe some pieces that I've spent more time on I have a higher fondness for. But it's the totality of it all that I feel inspires me. Like each individual piece, you know, gets me going a little bit more, but nothing really gets my blood pumping like just seeing one thing after another after another after another and like oh look at it there put it there and move it there take a photo of it there just keep editing and i feel like that's that's just a a small microcosm of my mind in general so if i were to think where what am i doing with this podcast cuz I feel like that's probably the best way to answer who even I am. I would hope that other people would get inspired to just make from their soul, make 
what they feel they are because everyone has their own artistic footprint whether or not you believe you're a skilled artist or whatever it doesn't matter as long as you put up enough energy into it enough time into it it'll be a great work you just need to be willing to work assess be opening open to criticism and go again and refresh and move on and just keep going just don't stop that's the key <laughs> that's the way of the Tao <coughs> so that <laughs> that was a fun little intro there are hmm, not entirely sure what else I'd like to get through today. I mean, obviously a lot has gone on in the past week now that now that this is becoming a weekly podcast, I figure we could add a little bit of world events to it, considering you know it seems to all be going up in flames right before our eyes. So yeah, why not? I mean, I originally wasn't having any intention of making this so politically active right away but you know the world demands it events dictate what should be said not the speaker itself so <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know what so we like just murdered some general slash vice president slash um secretary of state person and we're just supposed to be like oh yeah that's totally fine like they, they deserve it that someone was likely planning to maybe attack us at some future point so we, we gotta we gotta do that right now <laughs> and it's just so baffling to me so baffling <coughs> how so many how so many people that seem to hold the Constitution to such high regard would be so willing to throw it out whenever it suits them. The idea that, oh, Congress doesn't have to sign off on us starting another war. That's just something that... That's fine. Why should we give a shit? <laughs> Why should we give a fuck? I don't know. <laughs> it is quite a mystery. Maybe it's because, like, then you can't easily corrupt a single branch of government, which has obviously clearly happened through campaign donations to like, just an individual person, i.e. the president. And so, yeah, that's <laughs> quite shocking that that is able to be done and if the Iranian government retaliates in any way and I literally just heard about 20 minutes ago that they did just bomb one of our uh, military bases Trump was like yeah I'm going to bomb 52 places including uh, civilian residences uh, cultural centers so it's like Of course, of course, of course the world 
has to seem like it's all burning down before we begin a new cultural, societal revolution, a neo-renaissance, if you may. Perhaps inspired by my neon. It <coughs> something I've been talking about for to diverge the topic a little bit away from the grim political reality is I guess the general position of our entire world like we are this is <laughs> this year I mean I wouldn't have thought it so blatantly had something so monumental not occurred on literally the third day of this new decade but yeah it definitely does seem like this decade is the hinge point that I have been hypothesizing for a while that will basically rewrite all of human history and will basically be like pretty much like the 70s I believe like the 70s or one of those eras where it just seemed like everything was getting overturned and like burned down and new areas were getting cropped up because honestly that's that's just the cycle of life that's the cycle of nature and so why wouldn't human society which in and of itself is its own organism operate by the same mechanics where every once in a while things just need to burn down in order for stuff to grow back stronger and better because I feel like just like just like a person just like a single individual who gets into a routine, starts refining a ritual or, say, series of rituals throughout their day, and to a point where at first they think, oh, this is, you know, going very well. I'm being very productive. I'm getting everything done I needed to. I'm solving a problem that I had originally seen. But then they stick to that a bit too much. They don't allow themselves to change too far to deviate too far from that original vision because it had suited them so well that's you know how we currently face our societal dilemmas today is our government society has become too complacent too stuck in its ways to be willing to really accept something crazy <laughs> And so that's what I'm here to help bring out into the world a little bit more. A little bit of that crazy that everyone feels a bit too afraid to unleash. Just a tad bit. Because once you let go of that, once you bring that into the outer world, there's almost nothing more intimate. And... <coughs> And that intimacy is so I don't know, it's just so powerful, but conceivably destructive should the wrong person hear it. Should the wrong person in their mind listen to that thing that they allow themselves to be exposed, then suddenly they're forced to face a part of reality that they had hoped to never face. And I don't really know where I'm going with this, to be honest. 
but <sighs> it's it's crazy. Okay, I'll be totally honest. I completely lost my train of thought. I've been going <laughs> on a rip for a while. Oh my god. Um, oh, talking about like ruts <coughs> and shit. I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let your crazy out. What can I say? I've been uh, actually scheming up a uh, new dating app idea lately called uh, Unhinged. Expect that out pretty soon. <laughs> not Actually, maybe not that soon. I've been a little busy working on a physical workspace before I can devote too much time to a digital one. Though I'm always on the lookout for interested coders and basically helping me develop an app that's a kind of like a dating app, but also like a a cultural experience or a place you go to see things that you would never see in the normal world. Because it's only with like a select network of people that you've essentially put together and yeah no it's it's gonna be interesting i don't quite know where it's going to go <laughs> i suppose for me it's mainly a way for me to be able to meet interesting people and talented artists that kind of agree with my vision that together our creative forces can be combined into something powerful enough to rewrite human history so yeah <laughs> gonna be coding an app for that and i feel like the an interesting aspect of it would be that it's not it's not obvious that the person you're talking to is there because they want to date other people like, it could be that someone's just on there because they want to follow their friend's cool art project or a couple of their friends, and they have a little network, and they're like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, build out from here. But then, you know, all of your personal, you know, kind of dating information would be available there, probably with your own consent. And so if someone does decide to, you know, slide into those DMs kind of, it's a much more acceptable manner than in the traditional dating scene because you know when you're on a when you're on Tinder or Hinge or whatever you know you're talking to someone else that downloaded the app because they felt that they needed to download such an app to be able to meet other people <laughs> and my mom always likes to equate that to like singles bars back in like the 70s that you said like she was just get filled with the most desperate people I was like really sad because <laughs> it would just be filled with people that like felt as though oh shit well I guess I have to be here if I'm going to meet anyone good it's like okay if you're the kind of person that thinks that you need to be there to meet people then you're probably not the best person to meet ouch so I sure as hell don't want to make an app like that <laughs> I would want to make one that's cool enough that people that 
potentially are already in relationships would want to download just to be part of the networking experience. And it can naturally grow into something that people, you know, find new intimate romantic relationships through. And there we go. It'll be, it'll be quite the ride. So keep in touch with that. Um, I can't really think of anything else that I was really planning to talk about besides uh, the Golden Globes, I suppose. There was a little bit in there that I found very humorous <laughs> about Ricky Gervais. Jesus, the madman. The madman. <laughs> Just owning everyone in Hollywood. Saying, like, look... You guys all love to talk about how much you care about the environment. Oh, yes, yes. Climate change is real. Yeah, we all fly private jets that have, like, gyms on them. And it's like, okay, you really want to care about climate change? Are you at all interested in your own carbon footprint? No, you probably haven't looked that up because that would be far too appalling. <laughs> so, you know, we'll just live in our own special bubble. And Ricky Gervais basically said amongst many other things that look you have most people here have less education than like Greta Thornburg <laughs> and yet you feel like you are some sort of a authority to talk about all this sort of stuff and then literally right after that or not to say right after that or although I think it was probably like one or two people after that um I think it was Daniel Craig or David Craig from Australia like won an award couldn't accept it because he was, you know, trying to fight to save his family in the fires in Australia. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, wow, what a brave man. He's like out there protecting his home and his family in that fire. Then he sent one message to everyone. And that message was, it's 100% because of climate change. Don't let anyone else fool you. Oh. I was like, bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone has to say that that's actually informed and actually listens to the news from that country and doesn't just live in this America liberal bubble. That, I'm sorry, climate change is clearly a important part of it and needs to be addressed, but by and large, the problem is publicly paid for privately owned dams that essentially cut off the running water from major aquifers from like the large mountains within Australia and they're using the water for fracking and are we really that surprised that suddenly all these rivers are drying up that used to flow from the river that now is dammed up kind of unsurprising <laughs> and I don't know. Australia seems so progressive in how they're able to deal with certain issues, yet clearly it looks like, like even like with having to do with healthcare. But apparently they're now like hyper conservative parties even talking about like going backwards and essentially going towards like our plan, which is certainly not something I'm happy about. <laughs> Being someone that just was like forced to I'm sure me and many others in the new year are being forced to shop around for 
New healthcare. Yay. Let me look at all the plans. Oh, yes, the plans. Let me look at all the ways they're gouging me for money. Hooray. Uh, whatever. Say la vie. It is what it is. We just move forward. And, yeah, just, I'd say, be sure you vote this year. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's what I'm planning to do. I won't exactly reveal who yet because my favorites are, you know, a certain group of three, even though I'm pretty sure I'm planning to put most of my eggs into a single basket that seems the most probable of panning out well for everybody. And, yeah, just in general, you know, speaking your truth is important. So expect some of that from me, considering clearly I'm willing to put this all out on the internet for everyone to see and judge and tell me how terrible it is <laughs> as it should be like if these early episodes aren't the worst that this will ever become that'll be very disappointing i'll be very sad if like every episode after this ends up being worse <laughs> so please tell me how terrible these episodes are <laughs> i love to hear it <laughs> anyways suppose for now i'll uh sign off and in conclusion, like I said in most of the posts, <laughs> I feel like I, sh I should have some sort of a mantra for this year <laughs> that uh, I have this friend that used to always say, I don't know where he got it from, that hindsight is, you know, is always perfect. It's always 2020. But now, so is the present. <laughs> Happy 2020, y'all embrace it we're in it this fucking this this decade seems unreal the fact that we actually have a 2020 is quite incredible like i mean it's, it's pretty awesome we're all living in this year so you know the stars have aligned for something wonderful to happen don't let me be the only one that's embracing it because everyone is able to if you just have a little faith in your greater self, in your best self, in your inner Buddha. <laughs> All right. S signing out from the scheming mind palace. This has been Luca Ravelli guiding you as your spiritual ophthalmologist. <laughs> Catch you guys later. See you next week. Bye. Thank you.